Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. One o'clock hour. It's Cody and Gold. Alex Gold. Cody Tap. Nick Schwart with you. Reminder coming up tonight. One and done shows make their... Debut, one and done night, right here on 610 Sports Radio. K-State Hoops from 6 to 7 with John Kurtz, Nick Schwert, talking KU from 7 to 8, C-Doc, and me talking MU from 8 to 9. So we'll get that started tonight. It's, now it's time to focus in on some college basketball. You uh, you listened to one of the voicemails in the break? What would you think? I did, from uh, this person that thinks Cody's either the, the boyfriend or, or girlfriend of the, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, he was very sexual in the uh, – <laughs> The voicemail as well. You didn't bring that part up on now, the air in the no, last segment. It was harder to describe. Well, he because was describing I certain sexual acts and how, yeah. and we're not allowed to do it on the radio. We cannot. So, yeah. I know. I do know that. So, that is definitely something I cannot know. repeat. Uh, but he was describing mm-hmm. them, uh, and, and based on the the way that mess with, he was thinking that you are his ex girlfriend. Yeah. In that, yeah. because that'd be really yeah. weird if it wasn't that situation. It'd be really, really weird. It's not great. It's not a great situation. Okay. We briefly said before we talk about. Some of the other stuff happening with the Chiefs yeah, right man. now. You said that you were bored. We took we had Monday off for President's Day. Yeah, we both took yesterday off to try to like mm-hmm. you know give ourselves a little bit of more reset time after all the busyness from the Chiefs playoff run, so we could come back, you know, fully recharged, ready to to host this show. Yeah, that was a mistake. You said you were <laughs> that was a mistake. You said you were so bored you went to Oak Park Mall. And yeah. let me add, you yeah, didn't yeah. even buy anything? No, so look. Not a pair of sunglasses, not some you, shorts? Did you go there to walk with a group of elderly women? <laughs> no, so <laughs> I was so damn bored. I've told you guys this, so I'm, I'm weird when it comes to, like, uh, I, I need – so we had an unbelievable six-, seven-month run, right? High of the Super Bowl. You, I mean, you can't – the pinnacle is the damn Super Bowl. I mean, there's nothing – Sure. You know, and so – then I just had a, all of a sudden I have a lot more free time. My Thursday nights, I don't have my betting show anymore. My Saturday morning show that I do for BetQL, I only have one of them now. I don't have to get up at 530 in the morning. Sundays are free. So I have way more free time, and it's, and it's the adjustment to that. But I was so damn bored because I need, like, some, like, I need like a goal or, like, something to be targeted and, like, be looking forward to a professional. Anyway, that's a long story. So, but yesterday I was so bored. 
And so I said, you know, I'm just going to walk around in Oak Park Mall in a while. I guess I'll go there. How long were you there for? Like 40 minutes. That was it. Nick, Dude, that was pretty long, man. 40 de- minutes? No, here's what was depressing about it is the mall sucks now. I'm in Oak Park Mall in years. It was my childhood mall. This was the mall in the area. And, uh, yeah, just like a lot of the stores are gone. The stores that they do have, some of them are kind of so crappy. So have you considered that the reason why it sucked is that you're not an eighth grade boy anymore? Eighth grade? <laughs> yeah, like that's the, the years when that's it's cool to mall. go to the mall. No, but I'm just you can't really like, go anywhere else, so it gives you an option to go I, to like 15 different places. I just can't believe that, that you thought it would be anything other than what it was. What you're do you like playing a video game or watch a movie? Years I did play Madden a little bit. I did play Madden a little bit yesterday. You? Why didn't you download the apps? The apps? The dating apps. Oh. That oh. should have been the first board to move, right? Nick, download the, the dating apps. Yeah, get a little horny. <laughs> start looking around. <laughs> you know, start seeing what, like, football season's over. You just talked about all this extra free time you got. That feels like dating time. Yeah. I feel like you should have downloaded the apps before you Correct. thought, I'm going to go to Oak Park Mall and go check out the the, no, I mean, I, the phone night, case kiosk. Like, last night, I went out and had beers with, with a friend or whatever. Like, so it's not like I didn't do anything. But during the day, everybody was still working. I was bored out of my damn mind, so... I went there. I won't do that again because that was boring. That's I, there's no a- need for me to ever go to a park mall again, unfortunately. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. But well. yeah, it was just like, just neat. I, I like, and we'll, we'll get into it. Now we're back at work. I was so excited to come back to work today. I really <laughs> was. To I really was. Like, I just need the, what's like the next big thing to like work towards and look forward to and that kind of stuff. That's how I am. I just have to have like, a, like a track of what I'm working towards. And hmm. for like three days, that didn't exist. Dude, I can't, I cannot express, Nick, how many options of boredom things I would have to go to before I got to go to the mall. It's, it's such a list. No, there is no list. <laughs> it's like 300. I, you know, when I go to the mall, if there's something specifically that I can only get at the mall. Versus like a Target? Yes. And a food court's not as good as it used to be either. That was the other depressing You were part. counting on me. Are you kidding me, well? dude? I, w- I wanted to see what I had. Guys, I hadn't been there in a long time. So I'm you like, could have eaten see. like a two-hour Guess lunch what they do the now have in the food court they did oh not have as a child. Oh, my gosh. Chipotle. Okay. Is that where you ate? No. You went to the Oak Park? Did oh. you eat at the huh. food court? No. Did you think about it? I did. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to go get dinner with a friend. Like, it was late in the afternoon, so that was so you know I'm just going to get a smoothie. So you I know, went to Smoothie King instead. You know how I told you that it was a not, great smoothie and then that held me out until dinner. You know how I told you that like I have no problem like going to movies by myself, or eating by myself and all those things you should yeah, be like yeah, comfortable yeah, yeah. and used to that not at all. Almost mall. went to a movie. Eating by yourself at a mall has got to be one of the most depressing I, I, circumstances anywhere. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I didn't do that. I did not do <laughs> That's that. That's concerning. Um, you I, almost I, did. I did not do that. <laughs> I almost went to I almost went to a movie to see the new Marvel movie. That was close. And then I'm like, well, maybe the new Avatar. Then I saw it's 3 hours in 12 minutes, I'm like, I am what not. You, well, you had nothing but time yesterday. <laughs> but I, but I didn't, that I didn't, was the moment. But I, that wasn't doing it for me either. I was like, I don't want to sit in a movie there for three damn hours. I'm going to be sitting here in two hours in and want to go and leave. Why didn't so, you just go see the new Ant-Man movie? I'm good now. I'm back at work. We've got some things to accomplish. We're good. I We're going to get so many more texts from him now, Nick. Just like every Sunday, there's going to be so many more Alex texts. I didn't text you guys really at all. None of us really. It sounds like you guys texted last night, but like I didn't text. Just just that one text that I said, can I get in trouble for playing these voicemails? You did, though, Gold. You did. You did send out the link for the rundown yesterday at 1230. I was bored. Concerningly early. I was like, I I said it to Dusky. We're in the uh, Dusty. We're in the middle of the show. I go. Alex is already working on tomorrow's show. He's 24 do, hours. Do you know why, what I just told you? I just told you how bored I was. So, yes, I started the rundown, the very early portion of it, around noon yesterday. I was bored. 
What don't you understand about that? Okay, I know I understand it now. I think we and we've discussed this so many times on the show, but this is the most. Oh boy, you need hobbies. You need new hobbies. I think you need to like take up woodworking or something. Something, just any hobby, anything. I don't care if it's like painting, miniature. I don't care. Dungeons and Dragons figures. This was just some some hobby. This was like ships in a bottle. This was just a. <laughs> this was just a unique spot because it was coming off the Super Bowl and we were off for multiple days and yeah, this was this was a kind of a unique spot. Normally normally don't have that come into play. Okay. Yeah, but I think you need things you just that you just need it's healthy to to, to have things yeah. to look forward to outside of this. Hobbies job. don't have to be all the time. So your like, career that's what I'm cannot saying. be how you define your happiness. No, but like, but that's what I'm saying. Now I think we there's some thing we got the draft coming up in the future. There's some things that will be. You see, excited. these are work. This is the opposite though. of these what you're saying. You're not <laughs> listening to what I'm saying. You're just thinking about work. We need some things outside of work. Golf. Uh, movies, I suck at golf. sex, Frisbee golf. anything. We'll just, you know, it, put any <laughs> options well, I, I on the like table. I do like sex. Thank you, Nick. I do like that. You should and do it more. And <laughs> that's a drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. What do you like, a sex addict? That Nick, because Nick, <laughs> Nick said you need, because Nick says you need a hobby like sex. That's what Nick said. He doesn't really care what your hobby is. Like he said, chips in a bottle, frisbee golf, regular golf, hmm. baking. It doesn't. You can decide to baking. take up cooking. It doesn't matter what. Whatever hobby you want, you could start. You could buy a loom, put it in your apartment, and start making blankets. Just, just Excuse get it. Me? Just get a, a hobby. Loom. What's the loom? You've seen those like big things for like the mechanical strings. Oh yeah, I'm gonna buy one of those. I. The point is not the hobby. It's to you love beer. Start making beer. I don't really care what the hobby is, but I think Nick's right. I think All you right. need one hobby. Hmm. Sports betting. That's a hobby of mine. Why it's just a hobby. That? Like Michael Jordan said, it's just okay. it's a hobby. From I now enjoy on, it. your answer it. cannot involve sports. <laughs> You need a release. <laughs> that goes back to the first thing you said. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Well, you know what? Good first day back, guys. Feels good to have the show back. It is, you know? Still got kind of a Friday vibe right now here on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Off-season talk. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown saying the Chiefs try to trade for him. Whatever we want. Our options are wide open. I love the hat A.J. Brown was wearing, though. Eagles wide receiver. He was on a podcast and he was wearing a Kansas City Royals hat. Some Eagles fans were not happy about that. And he said, look, I don't even care what, what team or city it represents. He just likes the hat, which I can understand that problem is you just lost to the Kansas City football team, you know? So to wear the Kansas City's baseball team hat a week after the Super Bowl, probably not a, a good look for the uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. But he did mention something about his offseason before he got traded to Philadelphia. Listen to what he mentioned and what team he mentioned. Probably like an hour later, uh, my agent called me. He was like, hey, like Philly, Philly finna try to like really push for you. Mm. They trying to push for you, whatever. I, I began a couple of teams. Like the Chiefs tried to get me mm. a couple, a couple of other teams like Jets and all that stuff. But, uh, but uh, Philly, Philly making a strong push. The Chiefs were, were maybe making a push. Now AJ Brown got traded for the 18th overall pick, Cody, and the 101st pick, and he got a hundred million dollar contract. I don't know if that was a, a price the Chiefs were really ever going to to reach. But it tells I don't know. You that's still less that's, than Tyreek got paid, and he's way younger. But it still tells you that even heading into last season, this notion that they weren't willing to go pursue, you know, a number one wide receiver is false. I wonder whether or not when we go to those, what you know, which decision they'll end up making, but they would have paid A.J. Brown. They'll go after big-name wide receivers. 
We'll see how the, the free agency goes as the, the league year opens up here pretty soon. But we know spring training is underway out in Surprise, Arizona. The Cactus League opener is on Friday afternoon right here on 610 Sports Radio. And I'm excited to head back out there and welcome in Nikki Lopez to 610 Sports Radio. Nikki, it's good to have you back on the show, man. I'm, I'm still very jealous of the Chipotle black card <laughs> thing you got. We said the last time, and it hasn't changed. It definitely hasn't changed. Yeah, it's still it's still around. I appreciate you guys for having me, but it's still, it's still around, and I'm still using it about four or five times. Times a week so see he yeah can you get a plus one we're really worried about alex we feel I'll like see, i'll see if you you know if you can just like whiten out the expiration date <laughs> on my old ones and you guys can have that oh they do expire okay. oh dude i oh, guarantee you somebody doesn't check it like if you got an expired Ooh. one and would send it to i guarantee nobody checks it yeah i don't i don't know but i, I i'm not gonna run that risk so i'm just gonna <laughs> keep i'm gonna keep renewing if i can and they've been they've been great to me so shout out chipotle yeah, I'm also, I think, uh, I noticed you're, of course, you went to Creighton, and so uh, Creighton was supposed to have this huge season basketball-wise, and now they're starting to pick things back up, Nikki, a little right. lull in December. It looks like you got some new Creighton gear today, too. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, Coach Mack sent me, um, their pink um, quarter zip shirts were unbelievable, so I I messaged him on Twitter, and he is like one of a kind he's an unbelievable person so he actually dm'd me and said what's your size and address and i'll send one right away and and he's a man of his word so shout out coach mac and creighton blue jays um yeah big fan and obviously yeah they they hit a bit of a lull but that's you know they'll turn it up in in uh in march so when it when it matters Nikki, looking at the team this year i think there's a lot of interest in all of these young players all together at one time and figuring out can they collectively kind of take a, a jump forward together? Is that, I don't know, is that the mindset inside the clubhouse, just considering how many fresh faces have been the last couple of years? I mean, they better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, uh, no, it's, yeah, it's a very young clubhouse. It's uh, it's a fun clubhouse, a uh, clubhouse full of characters, guys who like to express themselves, which is really, really fun. And um, it's crazy to, to think that I'm one of the veterans in the clubhouse and I'm only 27 years old. So it's... Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, you guys know me. You know they all know me. That I like to have fun. I like to be you know free and easy. I like to you know express myself as well. So to be able to do that with these guys and um, you know we're we're very excited for the year. And obviously they're all doing it together. They've they've done it from you know rookie ball all the way to now the big league. So I'm just happy to be a part of it. Was was last year hard for that, Nikki? You said you like you like to be easygoing. You like to be free. You like to have a good time. And then you were coming on when it was more challenging career years for you was was it hard to yeah. keep that positivity to keep that energy last season well yeah I mean obviously no excuses um it's it's a grind obviously everyone goes through the grind but it was uh yeah it was difficult both uh, mentally mentally and physically and uh, probably more mentally actually last year so it's um you know I'll just I'll put it at that it's 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 over with and it's done with and the good thing about every single year is you start zero zero um you know clean slate you know, zero batting average, you start your record zero zero. And, um, you know, obviously looking back at 2021 season, I had a great year and, you know, those kind of years don't happen by accident in the big leagues, you know, you got to work for it and you got to work hard. And, um, so I know it's in there obviously. And last year was a, it was a tough year, but back in 2020, I got, I got slapped in the face too. So, um, I've been there and, you know, it's just kind of one of those things you gotta, you gotta flush it and, and keep, and just move on. We're talking to Nikki Lopez here on Cody and Gold, and it's always cliche to a certain extent, but we always hear in sports, right, competition brings out the best in everybody. How do you feel about uh, the, the competition that you even have going into the spring training this year? Yeah, I mean, you gotta, 
obviously everyone wants to call it a competition. It's 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 good to look at it that way, but it's also, you know, you don't want to add added pressure. Um, like I said, it's, you know, I, I trust my abilities, and obviously 2021 doesn't happen by accident. I just got to get back to that. Um, but obviously love Massey. Love Massey as a person and a player. Um, you know, I always tell this story that when I got called up, a lot of the young guys, you know, sometimes you don't want to step on the, you know, the toes of Salvi or Gordo. And so I went to Dozier um, for some help, you know, guidance of, hey, what what are some rules or what do, what do you do? And so Massey was actually, he always asked me some questions last year too. So I've, I've lent a helping hand to him and um, kind of be that, you know, veteran to him. So um, love the kid, obviously uh, always rooting for him, but um I think I think it's more of, you know, media and more of, you know, the outside want to look at it as a competition. But I'm going to, you know, keep my uh, head straight and just keep doing what I'm doing and um, do what do what got me here. So what have you heard about your role this year as far as just on the diamond? I think last year you played <clears throat> almost third, third, third. I, I don't think it was quite that split, but third base, second base shortstop. Right. Is that kind of the plan going into it? Play a little um, bit of everywhere? Yeah, I, I'm. Personally, I have no clue. To be honest, to start off uh, spring training, <laughs> to start off spring training, I'll be playing uh, only shortstop. Okay. Um, Team Italy wants me to play short, so Q said, you know, I'm going to play short here in spring training. So um, you won't see me playing any second base until I probably get back from Taiwan. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then when I get back, you, who knows? Um, I think I'll be bouncing around a little bit. Um, you know, I hang my hat on – you know, being valuable on the defensive end. Um, I don't think there's a lot of, and, you know, humbly I say this, but I, I don't think there's a lot of guys who can play uh, gold glove, you know, third, short, and second in the big league. So to be able to be able to do that, um, I take a lot of pride in it. So if they want me to play second, I'm going to play obviously second. Um, you know, that's what I'm shooting for. And then if they want me to play short for a couple games, if they want me to play third, if they want me to play – yeah, hopefully I don't have to pitch again this year because that means that we're, <laughs> we're in a bad spot. So I know that you you probably know Stephen Woods and uh, Vinny mm -hmm. on yep. Team Italy. How many of the other guys do you actually know at this point? Um, so I played in the fall league with uh, Brett Sullivan. Um, he's a catcher in the San Diego Padres organization. Obviously, Matt Harvey is, is pitching, okay, too. Yeah. So uh, played with Matt Harvey here. Um, but we, me and my fiance actually went out to Italy uh, this offseason season just to, uh, you know, go around. And we went, we flew into Milan, went to Lake Como, went to Venice, went to Florence. And then we met the team actually out in uh, in Rome. So we, we were able to meet, wow. you know, a lot of the guys out there, um, a lot of their wives and girlfriends. So it was a, it was a great experience. Got to meet Mike Piazza and, and um, obviously his staff. And it was, it was a cool experience. I know, Nikki, there's, what, three host countries for the World Baseball Classic. I think I caught you saying a, a minute or so ago. So Italy starting out playing in Taiwan. Have you ever been to Taiwan before? I have not been to Taiwan. I was going to say, well, I, I wonder, have, not. have you um, talked to anybody about what that's going to be like? I love I love their food. Um, so I'm very excited to go in over there and kind of, you know, walk around and, and, you know, have their food and, you know, just to be able to see the culture there. Um I, I'm not a big fan of flying, so that's going to be interesting. So uh, I'm sure Vinny will keep me up all, all the time because he, he talks so much. So I'm sure I won't have any issue of staying, staying awake. But um, no, but it's going to be a great trip. I'm, I'm excited to do it with Vinny. I'm excited to go over there. Um, you know, he's a good, good dude, obviously a good uh, close friend of mine um, on this team. So 
You Nikki, you're not um, a fan of flying. Don't you fly? And don't you don't you fly all the time? You probably fly more than most people. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at this. If you if you knew some of the flight stories uh, and you know the turbulence that we hit when we were flying, yeah, that you know, oh. it's a little. It's a, uh, <laughs> obviously it's probably not even that bad of turbulence, but I think it is. I'm freaking out. <laughs> that feels like <laughs> such a detriment. Like, have you offered to drive to places like St. Louis? Like, I'll just meet you there. It's fine. See, that's that's the thing too. Is like there's got to be a happy medium. So I, I don't really like driving either. Like, if it's like fi- over five hours. I'm just like, ew, like I'd rather fly, but it's like <laughs> I also hate turbulence, so it's I don't know. I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think you might need an ambient or something. I don't yes. I don't I'm pretty, probably right. <laughs> <laughs> probably right. If you're gonna get Are all those over NSF there. certified, <laughs> I think I can I, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> That's there's probably a good question to ask. Does your wife get to go with you on the trip to Taiwan? Is she gonna get to do some of the stuff like uh, so she she could, um, but she's actually gonna stay back because she, she works. Um so she's she works, you know, her butt off at travel nurse recruiting so she actually is doing really really well and i'm super proud of her so she's gonna stay back and um if we maybe advance to tokyo she might come out but i don't know if there's many wives or girlfriends coming um but she's gonna stay back Nikki, we asked uh, Daniel Lynch earlier. He was on our show about mm-hmm. a video the Royals put out yesterday with asking about you guys' favorite songs. <laughs> Only one of your teammates sang. Uh, that was MJ Melendez a little bit. Party in the USA. I- I'm assuming you caught some of that. What's your yeah, What's your brutal. grade there? That was brutal. He knows it's brutal. It's It's tough. But was he just trying to like we, make a we, moment? We accept him. <laughs> we accept him for who he is. Did anyone else even consider singing for part of that video? <laughs> well, they asked me. Um, so I sang, I said Colder Weather by Zach Brown Band. Um, and then uh, I was asked to s- sing a couple lyrics of the song, and all I said was Colder Weather, and I just walked away. <laughs> so that was my song. <laughs> that was it. Between that and then we asked him, and I guess we'll ask you to too. This is a perfect way to finish. Zach Grinke, every single year the Athletic puts out a new article about the the, the stuff that happens around Zach. Daniel Lynch told us earlier today that he dropped Zach's kids off at school with him on Monday, and he's just like, you don't want to wait in the car. So he had him come inside to help drop his kids off at school. What's your best Zach moment so far? Uh, well, I have. I mean, I, I think they were, you know, um, put in the public that the, obviously the cat story of you can't trust a player who likes cats because we were facing Tony <laughs> Goslin, and uh, Zach's like, yeah, you definitely can't. So I asked Zach, I was like, you have any any dogs? And he's like, no, I have a cat. And I'm like, Are you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> um, asked him to golf one time. He said, uh, yeah, absolutely. What's your handicap? And I said, I'm around like a 10 or 11. And he said, no, you're not good enough. And he just walked away. Um, yeah, it's just endless. He just he's just a great dude <laughs> nikki lopez appreciate you hopping on the show with us man and uh we'll get this thing going on friday absolutely thank you guys for having me see you guys soon there you go nikki lopez uh joining us here on 610 sports radio i have to address this from the text line i didn't i didn't i didn't want to bring it back up with, with nikki he, he mentioned the, the trip to taiwan and then he said he loves the food and the text line is wanting clarification on that which part because the text line is wondering if he thinks the thai food comes from taiwan uh, I don't know. I mean, we didn't. I guess we didn't ask. Someone says he loves Taiwanese food, or does he think he's going to Thailand? That's the uh, that's the question. More, I mean, I, this I bring it up only because there was there must have been four or five different texts about it. Maybe he just means like uh, food from that part of the world. I yeah, mean, I don't know. Just generally speaking, I don't know. I, I'm I'm wondering. You talking smack on Nikki Lopez? Oh, I'm asking. No, I, are you I though? feel like I need to know. You could ask. I don't, I don't think Mr. Chicken Fingers here gets to criticize somebody yeah, else's. That's right, Mr. Chicken Fingers. Uh, <laughs> someone else's has, opinion uh, on liking nothing, food from a different it has country. Has nothing to do with liking the food. I think they're wondering if he thought the Thai food is from Thai is from I don't know. Taiwan. 
Maybe he just means he likes uh, he likes Asian cuisine. This falls under that category. Yeah, Mr. Chicken Fingers. There's nothing to t- <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. miss Mr. Glizzy over there. Like, what are we talking about? No, it's the Glizzy God. Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator. Either way, you. it's cooler than Mr. Chicken Fingers. <laughs> that was just an offense comedy. <laughs> ah. Yeah, owned you, man. Someone says that would just be Chinese food. Anyway. Well, let's not of, get I'm, political. I'm just saying, out of everything in the interview, that's the one thing everybody keyed in on. So I want—I was just—I was just bringing it up. Appreciate Nikki. What are your thoughts on, on the, the I think relationship I between the, Taiwan I, and China? I want the Chipotle. I want the Chipotle. <laughs> let's black do that before card. the break. I want the I want the Chipotle black card that he has. I'll take an expired one and see if it works. Hey, he says like, he doesn't want to get in trouble, dude. He doesn't want to lose his access. Yeah, but maybe we we can maybe we can make sure the name's not visible, like he said. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that back up to him sometime. Take him up. On You're the gonna try to get his expired Chipotle yeah. black card. Yeah, I hope even, that they just. I'm don't. gonna explain him what happened to me. I thought I had Chipotle for a year free, Nikki. I thought I had it for. A, you should have pushed year. it. You should have fought with them. You let them off easy. They tossed you one little free entree, and you were like, "We're all good they again." They caught me at a bad time. We were getting ready for the Super Bowl run and everything. They caught me at a bad time. When I was really bored yesterday, I would have sent out a great email to Chipotle. I would have spent hours on that thing. Would have been a little bit different if that occurred yesterday. Coming up next, we'll get to uh, to what's trending. We'll, we'll finally maybe convince Cody to actually call this individual back. That's I can't. I know their number. They have to call me. Okay. Well, we'll work on that coming up next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
What's Trending. All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on What's Trending, uh, the positive news from McCall Hardman's surgery that took place yesterday. Tom Pelissero reported that uh, McCall Hardman underwent groin surgery yesterday after dealing with the injury all year, abdominal illness, abdominal injury, pelvic illness, or injury, I should say, and we found out it was a groin injury that held him out for much of the season. Uh, McCall Hartman even tweeting out on his Twitter account that surgery went well and he will make a full recovery. It does have some implications, I think, for free agency. It'll be interesting to see what he can get on the open market, and I think there's a chance that it, it makes it more likely financially that he could come back. I just don't think you need him now, and this is not a shot at him. It's just that you Sky, found Moore, Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony to me, offer very similar things. And you're going to have other draft picks. We know they're going to take another wide receiver. There's just almost no chance that they're not going to somewhere along the draft. I don't know at what stage that'll be, but they're going to announce that one way or the other. Next up on Watch Trending, the Chiefs did announce some of their team awards today for the upcoming 101 awards where they do both the national and the team awards. The Derek Thomas Award winner for Player of the Year was... Patrick Mahomes and the rookie of the year, the Mac Lee Hill award winner was Isaiah Pacheco. Now he had real competition because you look back at some of the huge moments Jalen Watson had. I think if Trent McDuffie had been a starter all year, he would have had an argument for the award. George Karloftis had a really nice rookie season, but let's face it with the running backs. It's just easy to have counting stats. It's easy to see the yardage, see the touchdowns, see the impact. And as soon as he became the starter for the Kansas City Chiefs, he never relinquished that title. And that award's voted on by teammates, too. But yep. and we'll never know the answer. I would love to know what how close the rookie vote is. We're never going to get that answer. I just would, to your point, how many votes did Watson or McDuffie or, or Karloftis have? It would be really interesting. Could have made an argument for Chris Jones for Derek Thomas Player of the Year. You could. But Patrick Holmes did win the, oh, I don't know, yeah, MVP. Like you're you're going to so. win the league MVP, but you didn't win your team's MVP? Is that, yeah, Seems on, pretty unlikely. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a little weird. Next up on what's trending, some uh, transactions in the NFL. NFL today. The Titans have been active, releasing three players, including uh, Pro Bowl left tackle Taylor DeWan, but he's really struggled to stay healthy the last couple of years. He only played in two games this past year with a knee injury. He's over 30 years old now. They saved $14 million as what he was would have been due. He's not due to any new, uh, excuse me, due any guaranteed money. Uh, but that uh, contract for a guy that's played combined like 20 games, Cody, in the last three years. Uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So we'll see. Someone will pick him up, but can't really count on him because of his injury history. Lastly, on what's trending, reports are that Greg Lewis is flying out to Washington with the Commanders about a possible spot on Eric Bieniemy's uh. coaching staff. Commanders, according to Tom Pelissaro, have expressed high-level interest in Greg Lewis for a top on a new or at the top of their new uh, list for people under Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, he was a wide receivers coach. Most recently, the running backs coach for like Isaiah Pacheco for the Chiefs. Super well regarded in Kansas City. And he doesn't really like you poaching guys off his staff, but no. he's also technically not under contract. So it's like it's this happens. You're always going to get a couple of guys. Positional coach. And yeah. And that's normally for head coach stuff. Like, it wouldn't be surprising. Assistant coaches leave all the time. Greg Lewis would seem like a nice fit for Eric Beanie. They apparently have a very close relationship. That is what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Of course, we'll hand things off to CDOT on the drive coming up in about 20 five minutes or so thinking of the drive uh, we'll get to something that Rob ha had put out on Twitter yesterday in regards to the Chiefs and Royals that we thought was pretty interesting but before Nikki joined us we were right in the middle of a conversation about AJ Brown and just like the wide receiver market uh, right before Nikki called in and we were talking about the comments that AJ Brown made on his on a podcast which suggested that the Chiefs were interested a year ago in his services doesn't surprise you and so it kind of gives you an idea like this notion that the Chiefs will never be in the game for a wide receiver number one wide receiver again is, is inaccurate 
Now, I've told you time and time again, I think the necessity to go and find one is not nearly what it you would be. You don't think the pressure is on before. As long as Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey, then that's your number one wide receiver. But then you Tra- don't feel the need for that. You know, Travis Kelsey had 1,300 yards. The minute all of a sudden that 1,300 becomes 900, then, then yeah, you need it. Then you need to make sure you've got someone else that can take on that role. Maybe that's through the draft this year. I don't think it takes them out of the question. There's only really one wide receiver that fits that bill this year in terms of trading for one, and it's DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm not interested in doing that. 31 years old, six-game PED suspension. Uh, he reportedly wants a new deal. I, I don't. If you want to play out the final year or two of your current deal, I'm I'm all about it. But I, I don't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins at 31, uh, 27, 28 million dollars per year. That, to me, you're right back in the same spot. Why would you have not just kept Tyree Kill at that point? So the question is, we know last year. They were dead serious. Reportedly, they had a deal kind of locked up with Tyree Kill, but then the Devontae Adams trade happened, and then his contract got signed, and it screwed everything up, and then they had to make a they had to make an audible, and they did. They traded Tyree Kill, and of course it didn't hurt them because they still won the Super Bowl. But when you like the question is, did this season convince them to change their approach? Because last year, Travis Kelsey was still Travis Kelsey, and they were still out here pursuing the best names at wide receiver. And you might be like, well, why? Would they trade Tyree Kill only to replace him with A.J. Brown? Well, they're not going to give up more in draft pick compensation than they got back for Tyree Kill. And A.J. Brown costs less money, costs less money guaranteed, and is three and a half years younger. So from a Chiefs perspective, made all the sense in the world to keep targeting elite-level wide receivers, keep putting those guys there. The real question is, did Brett Veach change his mind? Because general managers, coaches, all those things, you can have your mind changed about your general approach based on results. They thought last offseason they needed or really wanted a number one wide receiver to go along with Patrick Mahomes. They made that very clear with their actions. Forget anything they might have said, which they also pretty much said that, but they made it clear with their actions, whether the attempt for A.J. Brown, the attempted contract for Tyreek Hill, they wanted a star wide receiver. So the real question is, now that they went an entire year with that one, and, oh, I don't know, are hoisting a Lombardi trophy? Do they feel that same urgency, as you had said, to do it? And I want to know whether or not they're going to do that because this year it's not the wide receiver draft to really just go up to 10 and go get your, you know, AJ Green, you know, like any of those teams who've just like shot up at the Chris top Olave of the draft, Chris Olave, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not really the draft for that. Is there some last year that ended up being three wide receivers we did not expect to be traded? We did not expect AJ Brown to go. We did not expect Tyree Kill to go. We did not expect Vontae Adams to go. So is that going to be. The new world order in there the was NFL. Even a, there was a Debo Samuel in the rumors. He ended up staying yeah. in San Fran, but remember that. Oh, was and he that. was like, he was holding up sign. He was like, someone's holding up a sign and said, stay, Debo. And he's shaking his head, no. Yeah, at the club or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, is it the question with that is always, is this how the league is going to operate now? Or is this a one year weirdness where like all the wide receivers decided to get themselves out of town? Yeah, it'll be. I mean, I think you're going to see the free agent market be. Uh, not seem as crazy because the top names are guys like Alan Lazard and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Which means both, maybe other teams both. are going to be calling about star wide receivers on teams that they think they can get them yeah. away from. One name that I think you have to watch, not that the Chiefs are going to trade for this guy, but just in general, T. Higgins. Uh, that T. Higgins uh, it wants a new deal. He wants to be paid, and I don't think the Cincinnati's going to be able to do that with the Joe Burrow contract and knowing that they're going to have to take care of Jamar Chase here very, very soon. So I could see T. Higgins being a guy that they say, you know what, if he's not going to sign with us next year, do we want one more year with T. Higgins or do we trade him now and get some picks and, and, and set themselves up better for the future? That will be the interesting one to follow. Not going to trade him to Kansas City, but uh, if T. Higgins gets traded anywhere, I would not. it actually wouldn't surprise me considering where they're at. We've talked about that. No, I don't think to, no, especially really not with sense. Eric, not with, especially now that Eric Bieniemy is with that organization. Uh, no, and Terry McLaurin. He uh, mentioned 
Mike Evans earlier. I mean, we got to kick Chris, around because I think there's going to be a couple of big name uh, wide receivers who get traded. Uh, I feel like the NFL has made that shift. I mean, Terry, Terry McLaurin just signed a new deal. Uh, I mean, he he just signed the three year, sixty eight million dollar contract. So I don't think that's part of the mix. Yeah. But Godwin and Mike Evans are ones to watch because Tampa's in what appears to be rebuild mode. And Chris Godwin was someone that last year just you know wasn't healthy enough, and so never really and, got to the level that he was at. But maybe it's time to blow the whole thing up down in Tampa. And to your point, I mean, so far the league has not been let's trade guys who we just gave money to. It's let's been trade guys who are getting ready to get a bunch of money. Because all three guys last year were, were getting ready to get a whole big pile of cash. So it's yeah. T. Higgins would more closely follow that line of thinking. He'd be more in line with that logic. I was surprised to find out that Juju Smith-Schuster finished top 50 in receiving yards last year, despite the fact he missed time. And That's what's great. If you would have stayed, you know, like health is... I mean, it's 49, but I mean, health, you know, still. Health is part of the equation. But if he would have stayed healthy, like Juju might have had, Cody, 1,200 yards receiving this past year. Now, you got to stay healthy. That's part of the equation for all these guys. That's part of how we factor in your contracts. Can you stay healthy? Juju Smith-Schuster's going to get the concussion, year, right? I know Mike Janetti right? was on with the drive yesterday and said 15 million on the high side per year. And I'm you and I uh, a Seems couple months ago had this low. and you and I were on the same page with this. I, I think he's getting 20 to 22. 15 seems awfully low. And if it's 15, by the way, I'm very much interested in him coming back. Well, that's an acceptable wide interested. receiver number. He's a thousand yard wide receiver. And I can have him for $15 million. It, Brandon cooks might get $20 million it, at some it, point. I don't, you know, like and why wouldn't I take those chances? Just because the entire wide receiver core this year only costs 15 million. Doesn't mean that they can't spend 15 on one guy. You know, it's just nothing like they spent $15 million on the entire wide receiver core this year because the incentives didn't count for Juju, even though he yeah. made over 10. He's going to make more than that. Yeah. And they're not going to end up costing him more over the course of time, but not this. Like season, Juju's yeah. not signing another one year deal with incentives that gives him over 10 million. Like that's, there will be some incentives in any contract, but like the way the chief structured this with Juju worked out for both sides. It didn't hurt him on the cap Cody and Juju pretty much hit all those incentives, except for the one in the AFC title game due to an injury. I'm legitimately going through like the entire list and trying to find the Devonte Adams, Tyree kill AJ Brown. And I'm not coming up with it. All the Jerry, guys I can Jerry find Judy was one to watch. Yeah, All the guys I can find are like either older veterans, which don't really fit the chiefs model or yeah, like Jerry Judy. And if like you're in that market, then what's the point? Like Adam Thielen, I've seen rumors that maybe he could be on the move. They'll, you know, like, a little bit older, cost some money, maybe it kind of makes sense, but it's like, is that is that moving the needle? Kansas City should be much better off taking a risk at young wide receiver, considering how deep some of these drafts are at those positions, even if this isn't as good as it has been from that regard. It just doesn't make sense. Like I I don't know that we're gonna have it seems impossible to have the the names that got moved last offseason. Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams, both considered top five right. wide receivers right. in the NFL, top 10 at worst wide receivers in the NFL. Hell, A.J. Brown's probably in that conversation at top 10 now, too. Top 15 at worst. So three top 15 wide receivers got moved last year. There's no way that's going to repeat itself again this season, unless it's Devontae Adams again. <laughs> like, have to be somebody else. Get, and why would they? After they just spent all that money on them, and they're going to have a brand new, hypothetically, rookie quarterback starting for them. I know we had a couple of Royals players join us today. Thanks again to Daniel Lynch and Nikki Lopez. But I also think it's fair to say that the buzz isn't there. Oh, yeah. Um, and Rob put a question on Twitter yesterday and basically was asking, is the lack of buzz on the Royals or is it, hey, the Chiefs have just won two Super Bowls in four years. They got the best quarterback in football. They are the marquee franchise in the NFL and in sports right now. Is that what it is? And I, I think, you know, the, the cop-out answer, but also true, is a little bit of both. However, you got to look in the mirror if you're the Royals, first and foremost. Agreed. You, you have to look in the mirror. If your team 
is competitive and there's a real chance that you can win the division, I think there's automatically more buzz. Now, because Mahomes is who he is and because this has been a franchise that's now won two rings in four years and people are talking about dynasty, you're not you're not going to be able to get out of that shadow entirely. You're just you're just not. Ever. I mean, it's just, not in the Patrick Mahomes era. You're going to be second fiddle. This yeah. is a generational player, and this is the golden era of Chiefs football. So yeah. you're, you're not you're not getting. So you're out up of against that. it there, sure. But could to have a little bit more buzz? Yeah, you look in the mirror and like an organization that you know some projections only have winning 63 games this year, Cody. Like, and we can talk about the young players, and we are excited to see year two of Bobby Witt and Vinny and all these guys. No question, but that's. I think for that to come true, that you need results this year. I don't think it's an accident that in when the Royals started their run of relevancy, 2013, 2012, 2013, and the Chiefs were coming at some of their worst time ever, similar time, right? Andy Reid shows up, but right before that was some of their worst football, that everybody in the city was on the Royals. Focused, you know, people talk about baseball town, all those things, right? Everybody knew that there was still an incredible high passion for the Chiefs. Nobody ever denied that. This is the first time I feel like in a long time where I'm like, you know, like it's probably like in the early 2000s. I'm like, are people excited? Like, are you excited about this team? And I, I feel like it's not an accident that in those years in 2013 and 2012 and 14 and all that, that that was when the Roy, the Chiefs finally made their big change, right? And they went after a quarterback and they were hiring a new coach and they were trying to change things about themselves. And the Royals, for the first time in a long time, are making a change about themselves. They had not changed in a long time. It was Dayton Moore. JJ, it's the same pitching coach. It was the same people doing the same thing with the same ownership year and year and year. Doesn't seem like an accident that once the Chiefs absolutely take over with a generational talent at quarterback, that they're probably looking at themselves in the mirror differently than they have in a very long time and saying, we got to make ourselves relevant again. The problem is, this is a tough year to do it, Cole. The reason why there's no buzz is there's no big free agent signing. I can't point to a single one, right? Um, there's no big uh, trade to be made because they are at a current position where it doesn't really make sense to do either of those things. Your current position is play all these young guys and hope that they're good because next year would be the time for the James Shields trade or whatever. And I think that that's where they're stuck. If the, this, if these young players show that they can actually be the young core, that's what we have to learn this year. And if the answer to that is yes, then to your point, what next offseason brings. But I, I get it why there's not as much. But I mean, you're, you're coming off a six-month football season where the Chiefs uh, have been the story in the NFL, and they're going to continue to be. And a Super Bowl championship. We just had a parade a week ago. So people aren't in football mode. We just talked about how you're starting to get in bas- college basketball mode a little bit, finally, for a lot of people. Yeah. And we got three local schools that are all pretty damn good this year. They're all going to make the gonna, tournament. They're going to make the tournament. And it wouldn't surprise you if all three did make it to the second weekend. Like, it's not crazy if all three were in the Sweet 16. I think it's more likely two of them are. Missouri's but, stuck but, in an absolute but, wash of teams. I feel like every yeah. seed, like, four through 13 is going to be pretty even talent-wise. So, just, it's, it's tough when, when you're dealing with uh, the, the historic run the Chiefs are on uh, it, it's to, to get out of that. But could there be some more buzz if the organization itself was performing at a higher level? At, deep down, that's the biggest problem. That's, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, we all know that winning cures all, man. What does it look? Yeah, I guess it's a longer conversation because that's it. It's like, what are we going to consider progress this year in order to garner attention? Look, when they're the only show in town, and they will be the only show in town during a stretch, once we get to the NCAA tournament, it'll be Royals baseball. We'll start here at the end of, I think, the end of March, technically, is yeah, uh, Royals like opening day. first or something. Dude, it was so cold on opening day last year. I feel it's like gotta, we're in for it again. It's got to be better than last, oh, last it year's opening day. It was snowing and drizzling yeah. and windy and ugh. It was sleet. It was, it was the worst opening day. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was. <laughs> t- I stayed through the end. I watched Bobby <laughs> we Wood Jr. help we, set up the game-winning we, moment. We were going to do our show outside 
Kaufman Stadium, so we did it inside. And our tent, very quickly after setting it up, blew away. Almost hit someone. Cody did save someone's life, I think. Um, at least so, from serious injury. At least from the getting the company getting sued, maybe. Yeah, maybe I saved a lawsuit you, and maybe a life. Yeah. I don't want to say for sure I didn't save a life, but uh-huh. there's a chance that maybe I did. So I, I think the weather for opening day has to be better. It can't be It can't be any worse than last year. They're, you know what's weird is that I know that I maybe in the – they're interesting. I know I love baseball, so it puts me in the mood. But they are interesting. Finding out which culmination of young players between Isbell – and Bobby Wood Jr. and Vinny and MJ Melendez and Michael Massey, figuring out which one of these guys take a jump. And then the starting pitching, you know why they're interesting? On their own right, they wouldn't have been going into it because you've been like, this isn't working. Why aren't these young pitchers coming along? Only Brady Singer has made the leap. Well, I didn't like the way they were teaching pitching before. I didn't like the way their pitch coach handled things. Now they've got an entirely different approach. Matter of fact, Gold, an approach that I have been asking for in this show and many people have been asking for the show for years. Why don't you take somebody else's model and see if it can work for you? Because your model hasn't produced but like a couple of decent starting pitchers over the entire course of a 15-year run. Other than that, there's been a lot of mediocrity or a couple of guys who look like they had a chance or were pretty good starters but didn't turn into stars. So taking a chance, taking a chance on, you know, going Brian Sweeney and teaching a different approach and being more like I, I'm interested to find out if you can change it like that. And you're like, hey, can you change pitchers that quickly? I just want to remind you that the Royals had a relief pitcher leave this organization with a career ERA damn near six. And last year for Tampa Bay, and his first year in their organization, had an ERA sub three. It was like two and a quarter. Well, who was the, the guy with the Giants for the first uh, two months of the season? Oh, Jacob Junis. Yeah. 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 Dude, there's, I mean. Weird. You know, some of it is, you, you can, it's not all coincidence. Let's put that sometimes way. Sometimes it's like they, yeah. they, they need to, sometimes they need to change, not because the Royals haven't been asking them, like, uh, I think JJ maybe pointed out. It's a wake-up call for some of these players, finally, yes. and they, they listen a little bit more than what they were. It's just, it's ways. just a different voice. Jacob Junis last year pitched 112 innings before he got hurt. But was good for a four four two ERA, a career, a second career best besides his rookie season. Reminder: Royals baseball this Friday, first spring training game of the season, Cactus League opener. Daniel Lynch, who joined us earlier, is going to start that game. Thanks again to Daniel Lynch, Nikki Lopez, for joining us on the show. We're back at it tomorrow from ten to two, right here on Cody and Gold. Up next, it's the drive with C Dot and Rob here on six ten Sports Radio. You're listening to the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.